Coming up on Proper Foul, the round of 16, what was, what happened, and what's to come on the quarterfinals coming up next. George, the round of 16 in general, what do you take from it? We're getting close to the end. It's kind of sad. Honestly. It's a little depressing. It is very depressing. We knew this day was coming. You know, we do want to see, we do want to get into these matches, but once you're at this point, you already know that you're pretty much on the back end already, ready on your way out. Um, Round of 16, we had some really good games, actually. Yeah, we're in the back end of the of the tournament. Um, I think we are officially what is this ten days away from the from the end. Today is next Sunday is the final. Yeah, today's December eighth, and we are officially ten days away from the end of the World Cup. The World Cup final, damn. Yeah, when we will definitely see Argentina versus Portugal. Yeah, I don't know about that, boss. Oh, speaking of predictions, predictions and bets, Francisco on the other bet bet me that Moro- that Spain was going to beat Morocco, and he wanted to do a hot chip challenge, the spicy, the really, you know, the spiciest chip, I guess, exists on uh, Earth, whatever. Um, he He was so confident Spain would win. For those of you that live under a rock, Spain lost in penalties against Morocco. Got shut and out in penalties. Didn't just didn't sh- just lose. Oh, yeah. Got shut three, the fuck out. Three blocked penalties. Three blocked penalties. Four. It was was four it four? Penalties. Yeah, four. Four penalties, yeah. Four blocked penalties. Um, that goalkeeper was on crack. Yeah. He was on something else because Jesus Christ. I'm sure he but, took um, he took whatever Bobby from the corner store is on. I'm sure he took yeah. whatever he he's on and he just fucking he he showed up. He showed up and yep. showed out for showed those Spaniards. Yep. Yeah. But um, so Francisco did lose the bet, and then well, actually that'll walk us right into the game. But uh, yeah. So now Francisco, um, I would say probably next week on the next show will be or probably two shows or sometime next week. We will we'll be week. doing the hot chip challenge. Yeah. We'll, Sometime uh, next week, follow Proper Foul on Instagram. I'll be doing the hot chip challenge on there. We'll go Instagram live and we'll make a post about it. So make sure yeah, you follow we'll us on, on Instagram. At Proper Foul. We'll make a good, yeah, we'll make good clips out of this. Good yeah. content. Good yeah. content seeing me fucking possibly just punch the George in the fucking chin as soon as yeah. I eat the chip. Please donate to uh, our GoFundMe to support um, uh, the amount of toilet paper he's going to use. And then um, and the toilet, the poor toilet, the toilet, man. Yeah, I think we're not that. The plumber, we're probably gonna have to call a plumber after that too. Call a plumber, yeah. Poor toilet, probably gonna lose money off my deposit just because of Francisco. But yeah, so Francisco will be doing the hot chip challenge, the hottest chip on earth. And uh, shout out Luis for sponsoring this video, actually, because Luis is the sponsor. He sponsored the challenge. He sponsored the chip. Yeah. Yes, he did. So shout out Luis. Big shout out to him, and uh, <clears throat> also sh- shout out to him. Two years with his lovely wife. Wait, what was so, the other challenge we were gonna do? 
<laughs> the push-up one? Yeah. Did you lose that I, one too? I lost that one as well. What was that one for? Remind, remind the remind was for, fans. So I people. lost. So so for those of you that um, are barely tuning in, haven't been tuning in for the past podcast, I lost two challenges. I lost two bets to George. Um, the first one was a I had to drink five beers, do twenty push-ups and twenty burpees, and that was because Japan made it out of the group stage. Japan made it out over Germany. And then that same groups that same group fucked me again when Spain came up against Morocco and Spain lost to Morocco and penalties got shut out. So I have two bets I need to pay. I'm a man of my word and I will pay them. And we I don't know. You sound like will you were see. backing out of that today. I wasn't backing out of it. I was explaining to you yeah, I that I needed and eh, whatever. I'm gonna pay him. So when 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 are when are you gonna do the uh the the chip challenge? Chip challenge next week, right? Yeah. Whenever you when, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I yeah, definitely will pay, what, and uh, we'll make great content out of both of those challenges. What about the the beer challenge? Will that be done in the same night you do the chip challenge? No, no. That has to be done inside of a gym. That has to be inside done inside of a gym. Yeah. So I'll, I'll walk into a gym deliberately with five beers, slam them inside the gym, and do my 20 and 20. Good content coming to the Instagram and the TikTok page. Please follow us at Proper Foul. Yes. But yes. Right, so let's well, move on. Let's get, let's get into football. what happened to what happened these past, this past week. Uh, entertaining football is what yes. happened. The teams that were meant to be here showed up. The teams that were meant to be here played, and it was great. It was just entertaining all the way around, except for I have a hot take, except for one game, and we'll get into that. There was one game that wasn't so entertaining like the rest. Okay. All right. Uh, let's start off with our our Stars and Stripes, our beautiful country of the United States of America, came in. And lost to the Netherlands, where I was wrong no, they, there. They, I, they, yeah, I, I actually called that game. Yeah, again, Jesus Christ, my picks are just. So how does um, it feel? How does it feel to be I, carrying? How does it feel to be carrying this podcast on perfect? I don't picks? know. I feel like every everything I say is just like it's becoming true. And when I tell you that Argentina is not going to win the World Cup, that's going to become true too. So I don't know. That's where your streak is busted. Know. But anyways, I don't know about that, Netherlands and the U.S. The U.S. didn't just get beat. Let's make okay. it very clear. No. Let's make it clear. All right. I'll let you go. I'll let me go. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Let's make it clear. The US didn't get beat. They got just whooped. There was there was no sign of the I I don't know. I I was seeing the game and it was just like like Jesus Christ. They they couldn't do anything. Um they did have shots on target, but there was like no nothing clear. There was really nothing clear, and I mean, Netherlands. I mean, they did. U.S. did dominate game, dominate possession, everything, but just couldn't. In the final third, there was really nothing there. I didn't see much. There was a couple shot opportunities, eight shots on target by the U.S., but really nothing, nothing crazy, nothing where you could, you could say like, "Oh, it was a back and forth game." No, because it really wasn't. Netherlands came out, and I mean, <clears throat> great mindset. Uh, for uh, what's it? What's the coach's name? 
Van Gaal, Van Gaal, the oh, Netherlands, yeah. Van Gaal, yeah, Louis Van Gaal, Van, yeah. Um, he knew the U.S. wanted to keep possession, so what do you do? He, hey, here's the ball, take it. You're not gonna do shit to me, but here's the ball, and he's right. Didn't do shit to him, and I mean, yeah, counterattacks and boom, and it was crazy just how the Netherlands just came out so quick. It was literally two, three passes, boom, they're into open field, and um, what's his name? Uh, Cody Gakpo, Gakpo. Is running at full speed. Didn't do much, but um, Denzel Dumfries though he had what two assists, cool. two assists and a goal, two assists and a goal. He played an outstanding that, game. That, Jesus Christ, that guy was on. I don't know what the hell he was smoking, but I'm trying to be on whatever he was damn smoking because Jesus Christ, he was cracked the fuck out for sure. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was on. He was on something different. Great game and literally that third goal. Um. He comes in and literally nobody is there. Yeah, the the defense got sloppy. The defense was sloppy all around for the entire game. There were goals yeah, that could have been um there were very much goals that could have been prevented. Yeah. Uh the US came out and I enjoyed the way they came out. They came out balls to the wall trying to get a goal in the first yeah. 2 minutes Christian Pulisic he gets the ball Within the first two minutes of the game, your dream start to a fucking round of 16 match. You're the poster child for the United States of America. Get the ball at the fucking penalty mark. Look up, and it's just the goalie in front of you. What do you do, Christian Pulisic? You piss down your leg. You're not an athlete. You're not. You're not. You're just. You don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing here, is what he said. So he just slightly tapped it to the right. The goalie easily deflected it. Sent it to the corner, and that was his moment to get to get the momentum on their side. That was his moment to decide what way this game was going to go. And instead, it was his moment to fuck up and just pretty basically set the tone for the rest of the game. Yep. The United States pressed. Grass possession played a good game. In my book, in my book, they, they played. Play, they played a good game. They played a, they played a good game. Mm, they played. Okay, no, no, no. That. Sorry, 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 after, sorry. After not, not a good game. Hold the, on, no, not no, a good game. After you not said a, all no, this no, shit no, no, about no, no. Mexico not against Argentina, game. you're saying they game. played a good game? Not a good game. Sorry, they lost. Hold on, hold on. They played an entertaining game. The reason why they played an entertaining game was because they were up, attacking. Couldn't couldn't define, couldn't fucking find any, couldn't make any They lost. I know, George. I know that they lost. They couldn't. Three to one. They're out. I'm saying. on his way back to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak. The the U.S. played an entertaining game. With a matter of fact, they were pressing up high. They left a bunch of space in the back for... To open the door for the Netherlands, and that's that to me is is what makes an entertaining game. I mean, even even though they lost, I mean it, they still made it entertaining because they kept on attacking, attacking, attacking. Couldn't couldn't define, couldn't finish. But to me, it was a good game by the simple fact that they didn't go with their hands in their pockets like some other fucking uh, Concacaf team that wears a green jersey. So Mexico, just, Mexico didn't try attacking. And just took it up the ass. Mexico didn't try attacking against Argentina. No. You're telling me no? 
They did not as much as the U.S. They but they tried attacking. The opportunities weren't there. The clear opportunities weren't there as much as the U.S. But they, they, still were tried, not, uh, they were not. They were they not. They were not balls to the wall like they the still, U.S. But they, they were still not balls attacking. to the wall. But they, they were not balls to the wall. They, they were not attacking. balls to the wall. If we're listen, if we're going off the, the same thing you said about Mexico, the U.S. played a horrible game. Let's be real; they played a horrible game. They're out. If it's, oh, it's, it's I know real that. simple. I know that. It's but real this simple. Game was, it's, this game it, was it's more football. entertaining. This game was more entertaining than the fucking Mexico-Argentina I game. don't think it was entertaining because I kind of knew from the start that the U.S. wasn't going to score. It was entertaining if, if you, with the fact that it was back and forth for a while there. It, it was, was back, not and back and forth. Back and forth for what? For them to not score just to dribble the ball up and then just lose it and then just, you know. No, that's, that's why all, I said. That's, they, they, that's they, all they were doing. They lacked the finishing. They lacked the decisiveness. The last quarter of the field, nothing. They would lose the ball. Netherlands would get it. And the, the whole game was pretty much played from, uh, I would say, midfield to the uh, to outside of the uh, the big box from the U.S. Or the Netherlands, I mean. That's all where the whole game was played. The U.S. did not have a good game. They lost. They're out. Move no, they, they lost and they're out. They, sorry, I didn't say. I, I meant to say it was an entertaining game. For being 3-1, to one, it was entertaining. Why? Because the U.S. made it. Because they left so much open spaces for the Netherlands to come in and attack and finish. I don't know, and buddy. They it seems like you're kind of changing, kind of changing your own. Uh, <sighs> never mind. We'll just keep going on. But uh, the last goal, though, the last goal, um, the guy, uh, what's his name? Humphreys. 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 Dumfries. I Dumfries. see him. Dumfries. Dumfries. Apologies. Dumfries. I see him running in. I'm watching the game with one of my boys. I literally, I was like, if they cross to the back post, it's over. They cross to the back post, it's over. You just see him walk. He walks in, waves his hand. Perfect pass. Boom, goal. I was like, well. Yeah. I don't know. what what was What's the defender for the U.S.? Uh, the tall white guy. What's his name? Zimmerman. Um, Zimmerman. Zimmerman looked lost. Zimmerman looks oh, the, very the, the, the U.S. has a lot to work on with the fact that they need a real number nine. They need yeah. a solid number nine that's going to get the ball what? and put it in the back of the net. <laughs> what I learned from this tournament is that um, Christian Pulisic is not going to be your goal scorer. Christian Pulisic no. is going to be your number 10 and play that single role by himself. He's in, he might facilitate a couple things, but he's going to need a number nine. That's, that's, he's, he's, he might facilitate a couple plays. But he's gonna need a number nine that's gonna be there, and he needs someone uh, else. But the and finish, finish, finish for him because he he won't be able to do he, it. He and the U.S. Finish. currently has nobody that could finish. He and yeah, no, he can't finish either. And I will tell you this: twenty twenty six World Cup is gonna be the biggest deciding factor of whether or not this country, the United States of America. Starts taking soccer seriously. Yeah, they're gonna need this U.S. team to step it up. They're gonna need this U.S. team to have a great tournament next fucking World Cup because it's at home with your people. And if you want the sport to grow in this country, there's no better way it's gonna grow than with your national team putting on a good show and at yeah. least, at least, semifinals. That's that's the Which, that's the only, that's the only way I see this this country taking this sport serious. I just don't and you think know and there. you just know that with the way the U.S. has been planning, 
with their plan, like how we were talking about the last pod, a couple podcasts ago, about uh, an eight year plan. Yeah. Um, I just know that that's it's going to be semifinals, third place game, final or bust because. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take something big like that on home turf for this country to really take soccer seriously. I don't think they'll get semifinals. I nah, think that's four years down if, the line. That's four years down the line. I'm just saying, yeah. hypothetically, we need that if we want the, the sport yeah. to grow. But you know what's scary, though, about four years from now? For the French side, Mbappe will be in his prime. That's insane. He's already won a World Cup. We'll, we'll talk about France in a bit. But, no, but real yeah. quick, yeah, uh, Mbappe is, what, 22, 23 now? He will be in his prime by the next World Cup. He already has won one World one one World Cup. He might win the second one, and he's having a damn great tournament, which is scary to think. Okay, we'll get into that once we hop into that yeah. France game because I have a lot to say about that man as well. Yeah. So Argentina or Australia? Um, snooze fest. Absolutely Pretty boring game. I am gonna I am gonna yeah. agree with you on that. Uh, honestly, though. Australia had one chance at the end to tie the game. Yeah. <laughs> they almost tied it somehow, some way. That, that's, that's what's uh, – honestly, if I'm Argentina, that's what I fear because it, let's say this one, right? They score. It's 2-1 to one now. And your fear is that you – I feel like they, they've had these like late uh, opportunities where they kind of like screw up towards the end. Not screw up, but they give the other team a chance to come in. And if you're playing a really good team, like once, like the Netherlands, going on to these next rounds, you can't be giving up those opportunities because if they get those opportunities, they're going to put them in. And you go down two to two with, you know, a couple minutes left uh, uh, at the, uh, uh, before, uh, before the full 90 minutes, you have to go already knowing that you lost, you blew the lead, and now you're going into play an extra 30 minutes of overtime if they don't score in those extra minutes added. Because Australia yeah. almost scored. So that's the thing about this Argentina team that's scaring me with my uh, bef- before the tournament bet of them winning it is that this team has yet to show a dominating game like the other the rest of the big teams we're going to talk about. Yeah, this team yet has to have a dominating game. Every single game they're in, they can't close the door. They can't close the door on their opponent. They always have to leave a little bit of hope for each opponent to think that, oh, we still we still have a chance. We still have a chance. Big teams don't do that. Big teams in these moments, they shut that door, and they fucking show no mercy to whoever the fuck you yeah. are. That is what's making me kind of regret my Argentina wins a World Cup bet. Mmm. Mmm. That's and and that's where really? I'm, this is this is this is where I'm telling you right now. This is what I'm telling you right now. At the beginning of this podcast, I told you there was one game that sh- that doesn't belong in the same category as the rest, and it was this one. It was this one. I mean, Argentina won because Argentina won, but they didn't win with with any uh, with anything to show with anything to show for it. Uh, it wasn't a dominating win. It wasn't a dominating win. I mean, it wasn't even an, enter- an entertaining win. They didn't keep it entertaining. Yeah. Argentina was just lollygagging around, just, you know, just moving on, just messy walking like he usually does. Uh, 
He scored a goal. Question for you. Okay. Question. Do you think that this is Argentina's final form? Because we've been saying, we've I hope, been talking I don't about think so. this. I don't think so. But we've been talking about this. Oh, Argentina hasn't reached its final form. Argentina hasn't reached its final form. They haven't. If you're barely, if you're, you're, if you're barely beating Australia, and they almost tie the game, you're telling me that they're they're not. This is their top form. I honestly say it's this too is late. I, it looks like it seems like it's too late for them to get into their final form. Yeah, I I say I I'm saying this is this is the final form for Argentina. Uh, no, it's I mean, it shouldn't be. And, but it seems but, like it is yeah, going to no, be for this tournament. It, this is a final form. They, they didn't have a, a a really dominant form like the rest of the big teams. This is uh, Argentina, and I with this Argentina, this Argentina is not going to win it. If you almost blew the lead against Australia, what do you think? What happens when you play France? What do you think happens when you play Brazil? Brazil, if if Argentina finds a way to pass on from uh netherlands tomorrow they will face brazil and that's scary because this argentina team is not showing anything anything no. anything promising they're not showing anything promising mm-hmm. this uh this win against australia it was because they just had to win it you couldn't lose against australia you know um you have and they almost did though power yes so they got lucky with this with the draw or with the seeding what the however one, australia come down win, yeah they got lucky with this win, and it's scary moving on, moving forward. Like it's scary for Argentina to uh, moving move. Like it's scary for Argentina as they move forward. Mm-hmm. Looking in, looking at Netherlands, it's going to be a good test for them, and uh, hopefully, it's yeah. a test that wakes them up and gets them into form. And if it doesn't, they will suffer the consequences, and they will get out. Yeah, which is why I, again, I am uh, I'm 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 having second thoughts. At my Argentina bet. So, with this Argentina Argentina. win, with this Argentina win and Netherlands win, that makes for the quarterfinal matchup, the first quarterfinal matchup of Netherlands and Argentina. Mm -hmm. My prediction for that game is, and I'm going with my heart here, I'm going to be wrong, George is going to roast me, Uh, they're going to blast this fucking clip all over fucking Instagram, Um, George is going to have a field day because it doesn't seem like... I'm going with my heart here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for another Argentina scrappy 2-1 to one win against Netherlands. Mm. What's your what's your prediction? I I I might have to agree with you. Okay. I think I think I think Argentina can merely pull away with this game. But if they do, I think it ends in 120 minutes. It doesn't finish in 90. I okay. think I think the deciding factor at the end, or I'll I'll say this: I I think Argentina pulls through, but I I, I hope Netherlands wins, and I'm hoping I'm going I'm rooting for Netherlands because fuck Argentina and fuck Messi. But I think I don't I think this game ends in 120 minutes, and the team that loses is the team that gets tired. The team that is yeah, out of gas, same, same comes, as same as I believe that uh, the team that scores first is the team that wins this game. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. 
I think I think if it really depends. I think if Netherlands scores first, they're gonna win it. I think if Argentina scores first, Netherlands will tie it because they're they, they we they already blew they almost blew the damn fucking lead. Yeah, we saw Australia. we we see how our this Argentina team can't close the door on their opponent. Yeah, we've seen that. So and it's I not it's not because of their defense. If you ask me, it's not because of their defense. I believe it's because of their just their lack of offense. Or their lack of they goals. The yeah, the the chances they do have, they don't put them away. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's gonna come to haunt him because as as Francisco once told me, if you don't fuck them, they're gonna come and fuck you. So <laughs> yeah. Or what? What do you say? Los que los que los que te, los que no te meten te los van a meter. No way! I say goles que no metes, goles que te meten. Same shit, right? Sure. You put it in, or you, you either put it in, or you're gonna put it inside of you. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I yeah, I I really think if Netherlands scores first, I think uh, Netherlands wins. I think if Argentina scores first, Netherlands ties it. But I I I think Argentina pulls it away at the end. I hope I'm wrong tomorrow, but I think Argentina pulls it away. But I think it pulls it away after 120 minutes. Mm. I think there's a goal in overtime. I don't think it ends in 90 minutes. I think so. I think we both agree on the fact that uh, there will not be a clear dominant team in this one. No, it's not a nod to to neither of these two teams, and but yeah. it's definitely some shade thrown at Argentina. Yeah, I would say yeah. I honestly, out of the other games, these two teams look like the shittier teams. Yeah, you know. They they yeah. these two teams look like the weaker teams out of all the other games, but um, yeah, I think uh, I hope I'm wrong tomorrow. I hope Netherlands do win it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think I don't think I this I I feel like it's gonna be a good game though. I love these scrappy, tie you know really close really close games, but we'll see. But I'm rooting for Netherlands because fuck Argentina. Just had to throw that out there, huh? Mm-hmm. Moving on. The more even matchup in the round of 16, Croatia versus Japan. Ended in a 1-1 draw, uh, which had Croatia taking it in penalties 3-1. Very deserving for the J- for the Japanese with the way they executed on those penalty kicks. Yeah, those they were atrocious. Yeah, they were lollygagging kicks, and uh, yeah, you can you can't expect to shoot like that and uh, score. So, yeah. <clears throat> I I will say though, Japan. I feel like Cro. I feel like Japan snuck up on Croatia because Japan scored first, and I feel like Croatia didn't think they were going to score at all. I thought they they probably thought they were going in this to win this one zero or like you know pretty tight win. But I don't think that Japan or Croatia thought Japan was going to win because Japan came out, they scored, and then after that, it kind of just fell right off. And Croatia just started controlling the ball, dominating the game. Um, they had a couple chances, but not too many. They did score one. Great header, by the way. I don't know if you – yeah, great header for Croatia. That, that, the, the first goal they scored, I mean, it was it was a hard, hard header. Great, great goal by him. But, yeah, I mean, Japan was shit on penalties. Embarrassing. Those penalties were disgusting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could have taken better penalties than that. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, it, it literally looked like they were just like, it looked like they weren't even trying. It was just bad. It looked like it was scripted very much in the end. Uh, yeah. The, the Japanese was like, hey, I'm shooting over here to the right. Just make sure you dive and make it look good for the pictures. Are you are you are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me there is some kind of match fixing scheme? collusion? Are you trying collusion. to tell me some kind of match fixing? Because that would no, make kind of no. sense. No, nah. I, I just think that, I so, okay. So fuck Japan for making me lose the first bet, and I just think that they uh, were they just didn't have the balls, you know, to to. Sh- to kick a ball properly, yeah, I, I, I think, feel like I think I, I like think they, they got I think the moment got too big for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm an I'm not yeah. an athlete. I don't know how I got here. I'm gonna I'm just gonna piss right down my leg and sh- kick it to the goalie. Yeah, I feel like in the game they were they were they were pretty strong. I mean, not super dominant, but they they played a pretty good, decent, well game. But I feel like once they got into penalties, they just the moment got a little too big for them. And I mean, but yeah, horribly taking penalties, but Croatia wins uh, three to one in penalties, one, one in regular time, but Croatia is on to the next round. Brazil and South Korea, um, man, Brazil is, um, I mean, the score says it all. Brazil is dominating. Brazil really is dominating. I felt like when you're watching them, there was really only one team on the field. And they could have easily scored more. I felt like they easily could have scored more. And the thing is, Neymar doesn't look like he's at 100%. He looks a little... His his ankle does not look too well. It looks like he's, you know... He doesn't look like he's in final, like, good form. But it's scary to think that even without him, they are damn near just... Like a train just rolling right through. They're hauling and there's no yeah. If if someone stops them, good luck. Props to them. But Brazil is literally steamrolling right through. Brazil is just in a completely different tier tax bracket. Yeah, yeah. they're in a different tax bracket. They're in a different <clears throat> tax bracket for sure. Um, Richard, Richardson is the uh, top scorer right now, right? I believe so. I believe, yeah. Um, again, we're talking about dominating teams that shut the door on their opponents. Look at Brazil, four yeah. zero by by halftime. Yeah, and you know that these motherfuckers, just with the way that they're so nonchalant and they're so don't take things too seriously, you know damn well that at halftime they were already just celebrating just vibing the coach went in dancing. there he's like yeah dancing <laughs> the coach just went in there and said all right guys we're gonna go back out there we're just gonna start vibing just start vibing i want i want our vibes I mean, to come up a little you had uh you had danny alves come in too <laughs> that's a little bit of disrespect to south korea because <laughs> if you bring on danny alves that's how you know you're fucked yeah and then um they bought in they bought in the uh, the backup goalkeeper right the third goalkeeper oh yeah they did they did yeah the disrespect 
I think I've seen that all 26, 26 on the roster, right? I believe I've seen that all 26 on the roster have already played. That's insane. Yeah, Mexico which it, which never. is pretty cool, honestly. No, yeah, and and honestly, I feel like as a coach, like that that's pretty nice to sh- to go take all these young guys. You know, some of these guys who were like, you know, who really you you probably came in thinking I was like, oh, I'm just gonna ride the bench, but at least you know, even if it's a couple minutes, you have to, you get your feet soaked, get your feet wet. That hey, you're playing a World Cup, you know. So I think that's props to his coach. That deserves a proper clap. Yeah. Proper clap, yeah. But um, no, shout out to him and having all the players. Shout out, shout out to the coach. Shout out Korea for making it this far. No one, ex- no one expected them yeah. to make it out. Oh, they were the ones that helped out Mexico last year, last World Cup. Yes, right. Yeah, they yeah. were on the same group. So, uh, it was Mexico, what Mexico, Sweden, and Germany, and Korea. Yeah, and they they helped Mexico adv- advance when they beat Germany when South Korea beat Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> So, yeah, we have uh, Croatia and Brazil into the quarterfinals. Who do you have in that one? Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. team is just tomorrow, dominating. That game Man. will be up tomorrow. Um, hopefully the podcast will be up. Um, will the podcast be up before the game? You know it will. Okay. Perfect. You know it will. We'll have the yeah, we'll have the podcast up tomorrow before the game. Uh, but well, yeah, yeah. And so Brazil's... on your way to work, you listen to this uh, since you can't drive and watch TV, although most of you will be. Um, listen to this on your way to work, at work. Just put some headphones in. Don't get fired. Yeah. Um, and I have Brazil. What should be the score line here? What's a fair score line? The way Brazil's playing, I'm thinking they put up at least three. Yeah. I think uh, three to one. Okay, that's fair. I that's think fair. I think respectable. I th- I think Croatia could score either three, three one, one three, or zero. three z- Yeah, three one three zero. Yeah, I don't think I, mean, I don't think Brazil. More, I don't think Brazil. Christ. Yeah, I don't think Brazil gives yeah. them any hope. I don't think Brazil gives yeah. them any hope. I mean, unless they score like five goals, and you know, we'll have a clear cut winner for this World Cup. But yeah, no, I think three three one three three zero is pretty. Pretty good. Yeah. Moving on. Uh and now we're we're getting into the the beefy part of these turn of this tournament yeah. where all the teams that belong are just dominating now. Um France and Poland. France beat Poland three one in a game France. where shout out France, shout out Lewandowski, uh got his goal. No, fuck at Lewandowski. The end. Got his goal at the end of that match there. I mean, in all reality, um, the fact that they're adding nine minutes to a 3-0 game and Poland gets a penalty at the end, that shouldn't even count. I mean, it should be 3-0. Yeah. But Mbappe is him. Two goals for the man. Himothy. Two goals. Himothy, uh, he's him. Uh, he's got that dog in him. Just what can I say, man? This dude is so far. He's the most entertaining player of the tournament. Yeah. You put the game on with him in it and you know, you're just going to get a great show. Yeah. Uh, both goals were a sight to see. Olivier Giroud, 
passed up Thierry Henry on France's all-time leading scorer list. He is now officially France's leading goal scorer. Which will probably get passed up by uh, Mbappe Mbappe, in a couple years. Yeah, soon. Yeah, I mean. Question for you. Is Mbappe the best player in the world right now? If you say some bullshit like Messi, you are smoking crack. Do I think Mbappe is the best player in the world right now? Yes. I think he's the best player of the tournament. Best player of the world? Who is the best player in the world right now? I'm trying to think. Because before this World Cup, we had half a season to show for. And if you think if you think back at the Premier League, Holland was just ripping through it. Yeah, but he kind of slowed much, down already. He he slowed down before the World Cup started. Yes, Sadio Mane is the best player in the world. Cody Gakpo was lighting Cody, up. Yeah, Cody Gakpo is showing signs, but he's not as dominant as Mbappe yet. No, he's so. As of right now, Mbappe, best player in the world. I'll give it to him. Over Neymar? Yeah, just because Neymar isn't a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would have to, I'd have to be. Uh, you yeah, know that? Ah, uh, it pisses me off saying this, but that would be my. That would be the best final we could see out of this World Cup. France it against would be Brazil. The, it would be the proper final to see these two teams, France and Brazil. Yeah. In the final. France, yeah. That would, yeah. The proper way to cap off this World Cup. I would, yeah. I would probably say that the two, the two best teams out of this tournament. Yeah. Because I mean, they've they've both they've just, I would say Brazil more, more have dominated. France did lose. They they did have an embarrassing loss, right? They lost against who? Tunisia. Oh yeah. They lost yeah. against Tunisia. They Again, you just go. Tunisia. It goes back to having their foot off the gas. Anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I think I think those are right now. Those are probably the two best teams. Um, maybe England, but I don't think they're as dominant as France. But Brazil is definitely one just, of them for sure. You just know FIFA is kicking themselves, knowing that France and England is a quarterfinal matchup instead of a semifinal or even final. Yeah. Or France England, yeah, France England, France England, yeah. yeah. FIFA is definitely kicking um, themselves at that. Yeah, but on to the next game um, from that group, uh, England and Senegal. Um, England, it was kind of it was kind of a snooze fest. Also, England dominated that game against Senegal. Well, but it was at least entertaining. There was at least goals. You can't you. There, yeah. there was no snooze fest in this round of sixteen, besides the Argentina game. Yeah. If but even I feel me. like that's coming, uh, that's Australia. Coming from a, that's coming from a what? From a what, George? From a. A messy meat rider. Yeah. Meat rider. He's but a meat I, rider. I feel like uh, I don't know. I I feel like um, <clears throat> England just came out and shut the door on Senegal. I mean, Senegal did have a couple uh, opportunities, uh, attacking opportunities, but it was just it was kind of clear of who's going to win that game. You know? Yeah, England kept it inter- entertaining with their goals. Yeah, um, well, they actually, it. it it wasn't entertaining, honestly. Well, 
not that it was entertaining, but um, they didn't score till what almost uh, till I right believe before half. right when right before half. Yeah, right before half. So the first first forty five. Yeah, um, the first goal came at the thirty ninth minute, and then the second goal came at right before the half. Um, Harry Kane at the forty forty eighth minute. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the first 40 minutes of the game were pretty tight. It was both ways. And then uh, England, I feel like, kind of just put it away right after. Uh, Bukayu Saka, though, did score. Assist, assist from my boy, Phil Foden, to make it 3 now. And, I mean, yeah. They're shout out Phil Foden. Um, if you go on England's TikTok, I believe, they were doing that coin through the fork challenge, trying to throw a coin, trying to roll a coin into one of the little uh, holes in the fork. And he was the only guy that got it. Yeah, no, that's my guy. We we go way back. Um, but yeah, shout out my guy Phil Foden, real real G, real G. They they should just name uh, Manchester City uh, off of. Uh, they should name Manchester yeah. City off Phil Foden, the Manchester yeah, City the Phil Manchester. Foden. Yep, the Manchester City Fodens. But yeah, so England and France. For the quarterfinal, I feel like that's honestly probably the, out of all the quarterfinals. I feel like that's the best quarterfinal game. Yeah, that I feel, oh, that's easily. why it's on prime time. Easily, it's that, easily. yeah, that's, that's why it's on prime time. Saturday, Saturday eleven a.m. evening slot. Yeah, yeah, prime time. That England and France game, damn, that's gonna be a good game. Who do you have? I have to write out with England. I, 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 I picked England to go far. Then I mean, I got, I got to support um, the three lions. I, I have to take England. I feel like somehow England's gonna win this game, but I am scared for them because Mbappe is just playing a different game in France. And what's crazy about France, they're missing three very important players to them. Dude, Gante, that's Pogba, and what's his name from Benzema? Benzema. Benzema. I mean, literally the best score, the best nine in the world. Yeah. The that best number nine in the world is missing. Ridiculous, bro. The fact and you're that literally running missing, to, yeah. They're missing the be- one of the top three midfielders in the world. You're missing the top, a top three, if not the best. Yeah. In, in Golo Cante. Um, you're missing Paul Pogba, which, meh, you know, he'd probably, he'd be good for depth. Depth in the squad. Yeah. And you're missing the best number nine, Kareem Benzema. The, we, the best number nine in the world. Best goal scorer in the team. world. Fuck this French yeah, team. Yeah, no. It, it's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're making these damn players in a lab at this point, but Jesus Christ. <clears throat> yeah, so guess uh, guess the, what the spread is for that game. Guess who's the favorite. Who's Yeah, guess who, who's the favorite. France. France favorite. France's favorite, but not by much. It's only they're only favored by half, half a goal. Point, half a goal. So yeah, uh, you yeah. just you have to bet for France. To I mean, uh, I you know I don't know how this works. Well, either way, no. Yeah. Either way, it's it's either England wins or France wins. So there's only two options to come out. You can't yeah. tie. So I guess it, yeah, it's more of a pick 'em then. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Brazil is uh, favorite a point and a half over Croatia, and everybody else is half a point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Interesting. I mean, uh, I mean, Croatia. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil's dominant, but England, France. I think scoreline. 
I think three to two. Three two, England. Three two in favor of England, but I feel like <sighs> I think France goes up two to one, and England comes back. I think this game, I think this game uh, goes to 120 minutes. I think England scores in overtime, and it's over in 120 minutes. I think they go two 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 tied in at the end of ninety. They go in overtime. England wins in overtime. No penalties, but England wins in overtime. Wow. Okay. You see, I'm going a different direction here. Mm-hmm. I think France just France really just runs through them. Doesn't mm-hmm. give them any opportunity. What's the final score line? I'm gonna go France two zero. So not completely ran through, but a dominant but win, I, but just not completely. A dominant win. When with, you say uh, ran through, I'm, I'm expecting yeah, a 4-0, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'm expecting France to come out of this in a decisive matter, in a yeah. way that, okay, uh, yeah, they should have won that game. 2-0. Two, 2-0. Two zero. Two zero, Harry Kane misses a couple fucking uh, open shots. Or Harry Kane misses an open shot. Um Hugo Lloris uh, saves one of, I don't know, who, who takes their free kicks. Hugo Lloris saves a free kick. Um, back and forth game, but just uh, France dominates. Or doesn't dominate, but France takes the takes the win. I feel like this is going to be the best game out of the tournament. As in, uh, like, the most, like, even, even matchup and most exciting matchup. I feel like this is going to be the most exciting matchup out of the whole tournament. If France versus Brazil is the final, then I think that'll top this one. Yeah. But if it's not, I feel like this one's going to be a is, really, this be the best, really good the game. the best game of the this tournament. Be the yeah. Best, yeah, this is going to be a really good game. But So you have um, France 2-0. I have England 3-2. Yeah, France moves on for me. France wins in 90 or they win it in 120? France wins in 90. Okay. Lock your in bets in, boys. Convincing fashion. Mm, okay, okay. We'll see. The final two games of the uh, round of 16. Games played on Tuesday. Morocco, Spain. Morocco pulled the upset against Spain. Now, I had told everybody, and I hope, I hope people listen to me. I hope people bet their mortgages on this. But actually, I think they're only favored by 1,100, which is not a lot. I was expecting more. But I just say, just let everybody know, I called it. I called this, and it happened. So I would say, listen to me, because obviously I'm not talking out of my ass anymore. But um, Francisco predicted Spain. Francisco bet a hot chip. On Spain, because, you know, he was expecting, oh, you know, the tiki-taka, the old Barcelona, the old uh, slobber up on Messi and slobber, slobber up on Barcelona and, you know, the Xavi old Iniesta. Spain and everything. Yeah, Xavi Iniesta, Carles Puyol and all them boys. Well, them boys weren't there anymore. So, Morocco wins in penalties. Spain you know dominated the game. Is? You know what I think it is? Mm-hmm. It's those baby blue jerseys that Spain wore. 
Some no, bullshit. I honestly, I think, I think the players are the players on the field are too young. We said Gavi was having a good World Cup after the first game, but he kind of just started shutting down. Yeah. Am I lying? Am I lying or am I lying? Or am I am I am I am I not telling the truth? Did Gavi shut down? Yeah, he he won the man of the match in that first game, and uh, and it was it. That was it. That was all we saw. Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres didn't do shit. For, I, I barely found this out. Fernando Torres is dating Luis Enrique's daughter. Yeah, that's I. That I was actually talking to this to your cousin Luis, and I feel like this is the only we were actually. I was telling him that, and I feel like that's the only reason he is on the team. Uh, Luis Enrique though did say he does not quote quote this because I didn't say to quote this. He is okay with his players having sex the game the day before the game the night before the game. But he, where he cuts the line is at orgies because he doesn't want to see his daughter getting a train ran on. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but he's okay with Fernandez just, you know, just ramming it in his daughter the night before busting nuts, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, he's okay with that <laughs> as long as no more than two guys at a time. Or no more than you one know, guy at a time, technically. You know, damn well, if uh, Chicharito were to hear that, he'd he'd be like, "Oh no, I'm not going to the World Cup." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he would. I think Chicharito liberally, liberally would just be like, "Oh yeah, you know what? No, I'm not going. I can't go. Yeah. That's real. I think I, I think Chicharito. I think Chicharito actually sent him like a, a called him or sent him, and I don't know the how tight they are, but I'm pretty sure on his Twitch platform, he probably said some shit about that. He probably sent Luis Enrique. Uh, uh, a proper little bit of shade, fuck yeah. You. yeah, fuck you, and you know, nothing wrong with the orgies and shit, bro. nothing wrong with the orgies, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, but yes, um, Spain dominated the game, couldn't get it done. Mm-mm. Morocco, though, what what's crazy though, as much as Spain dominated that game, how many shots on target do you think they had? I have no idea. They had one shot on target. Morocco had two shots on target. Morocco had two clear opportunities. I don't know what the hell the forward. Let me see what his name is. Uh, Enesri. Why Enesri? I don't know how to say his name. The forward, right? Two clear opportunities for him to score. Wide open. He's coming in. He would literally take forever by the time defender's already on him. He he shit down his like whatever, right? Possession of the possession was crazy. Possession. I've never seen a possession this high. 77% for Spain to 23% by um Morocco. Passes 305 to Morocco. 1019 passes for Spain. With the 90% pass accuracy. That is insane. Since you guys can't see, I am shaking my head every single time I hear these insane stats and the fact that I got to fucking do this one-chip challenge all because Spain couldn't fucking put a single goal on the back of the net. Yeah. Morocco are the fourth African side to reach the quarterfinal of a World Cup tournament after Cameroon 1990, Senegal 2002, Ghana 2010, and Morocco now 2022. Crazy. 
Yeah. Again, fuck Morocco. Did you know Morocco are undefeated in their last five games in the World Cup? When was their... What, which one was the first one? Because it's been four only in this World Cup. The 2018. Oh, they, they made it in 2018? The, the coach from Saudi Arabia, the French guy, mm, took yeah. Morocco back to the World Cup for the first time in 20 years, which was 2018. Oh. Damn. Yeah. The more well, you- good for Morocco. Bad for my fucking stomach. I hope it yeah, was worth it. I hope it was worth it. And, um, yeah. I what did you think of the this. penalties? What did you think of the penalties? Dude, Morocco's goalie was on crack. Like, he was on crack. He probably had he probably had El Gordo Becerra on the sideline telling him which way to go, like how he would do with Osvaldo Sanchez back with Santos. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. He probably did some witchcraft to decide to know right, exactly where the ball was gonna go before they shot it. I, I don't think, know. The goal the penalties uh, the penalties, I'll give all credit to Morocco's goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the penalties? Um, well, I think they were uh, on a for Spain. Like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Those were embarrassing penalties. It's the same same thing for Japan. They they were pretty much in the same boat. I mean, literally, what are you doing? They were they were horrible, horrible penalties. Absolutely, um, absolutely horrible penalties. Literally no power be behind them. I mean, you know, um, was it the first one by Morocco that he was just, he blasted it right through? First or second when he blasted right through. Also, what did you think of the Paneca from Morocco to oh, win it all? disrespect, bro. The fact that if some What's motherfucker, I don't know. He plays Ooh. from Madrid or he was from Madrid. Oh, Hakimi. Hakimi or some shit like Hakimi. that? Hakimi. The f- the way born, that, the way born that and raised I in Madrid. Would, yeah. The way that I would fucking get up and just fight him. As, as if I was Spain's keeper. If he did that to me, I'd just get up and uh, I have nothing to lose. I'm throwing hands. Like, who the yeah. fuck do you think you are? No, I mean, that was just class. 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 <clears throat> Fun fact for you. 2018... Morocco finishes third pl- or fourth place in the group with one point. They have Iran, Portugal, and Spain in their group. They lose against Iran. They lose against Portugal. And who do you think they get that one point from? Who? Spain. <laughs> Spain hasn't been able to beat Morocco. They didn't beat them in t- they. They lost against them in 2022, and they lost against them in 2018. Two to two, 2018. You you had to have known these stats before you made that bet with me. No, I'm literally I, I literally searched it up right now. I know I literally told you I, Morocco looked pretty good, and I just didn't think uh, Spain. I thought I literally said Spain was going to choke. 
And they very much indeed did. Fuck Spain. Yeah, Spain. Fuck Spain to me just didn't look confident. They they didn't look good. They 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 had one convincing win against Costa Rica. And I think if they played a Costa, if they didn't play Costa Rica the first game, they played them the second game. I don't think they put. You know what I mean? Like instead of the, uh, oh, yeah, the opener, yeah, they yeah. would have played. Yeah. I don't think they 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 put as many goals past Costa Rica. I think Costa Rica may have a chance of beating them. I don't know about that, but yeah, they wouldn't have put up the amount of goals they did. The last time Spain beat Morocco was at the World Cup in 1961. Three to two. Yeah. Um, fuck both those teams. Fuck Morocco. Fuck Spain. One chip challenge coming soon. Yeah. Moving on to Portugal, Portugal. beating Switzerland six to one. Convinced. The crazy part about this, the the part that stole all the headlines was the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo didn't get subbed on until what was it, the eightieth minute? Yeah. Yeah, that that was insane to me. Uh, was it so? What I read was that him and the coach had an altercation last game, and the coach basically sat him, said, "Shut the fuck up, you got to know your place here." Is that what actually? Is that what actually was the reason, or why did they sit him? I I think the formation actually because every, everyone's gonna come out and say, "Oh, Ronaldo, this and that." I actually saw this on TikTok. Ronaldo's gonna come out and you know. Uh, he actually, it's pretty funny. Um, props to this guy, but he's like, before ESPN dilutes your your mind, whatever. This is the first, as he said, this is the first time Fernando Santos, the coach for uh, Portugal, doesn't start two defensive mids. Otavio Bruno Fernandes and Bernardo Silva. They started an attacking lineup with only one defensive mid and William Carvalho. They benched Ronaldo to put an actual playmaker playmaker on the field. So I don't think I don't think it was it was because of what I, I do say it, it ha, maybe it has a little bit to do with uh with what he did with all all the drama that's going on with him and everything. But I feel like as for the coach Fernando Santos, he came out aggressive that he wanted to win this game. Yeah. Uh, the playmaker he wanted to put onto the field is that Gonzalo Ramos or who, who are you talking yeah. about? Uh, it was uh well because inst- instead of going with because instead of going with the two uh two defensive mids he only went with one with uh and William Carvalho. So it was just it was more more aggressive um it was a, a more aggressive uh lineup to try to win the game and I mean they were convincing about it. Let me see. It was Yeah, the story of this game was Ronaldo sitting, Ronaldo taking riding the bench, and Gonzalo Ramos just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And scoring that hat trick. Yeah, because um usually they would they would come with two defensive midfielders, William Carvalho right up the middle, and then Bernardo Silva and Otavio on the sides. Yeah. And obviously those two are are pushing more. 
Yeah, Gonzalo Ramos. He's like, what, 21 and 22? Gonzalo Ramos is 21, plays for Benfica. Yeah. And just to let you know, after this performance, his transfer value just easily went up to like 70 million. That's ridiculous. The fact that, that easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this I guy. Know, I mean, this guy's good. In Spain, looks good. Spain. I mean, Spain. Portugal looks good. They they have they have young talent coming up. You know, I I thought it was the end. I thought Ronaldo retires. Already, this is done. But they still have Joe Felix. Bernardo Silva is getting a little bit old. But they have uh, Gonzalo Ramos now, and they William Carvalho. He's not that old, but they do still have. Um, Young players coming up. So exciting for I them. Think, I think that was the case before Ronaldo came onto the scene for Portugal as well, right? Because everyone was like, oh, they're, they're going to lose Luis Figo. They're going to lose yeah. uh, certain players, this, this, and that. But then Ronaldo came onto the scene in, what, 2006? When Luis Figo was coming towards... Was, yeah, when Luis Figo was coming towards the back end of his 2000, career. 2005, 2006, when he was... 2006 World Cup is what I said. Like, uh, is, I mean... Yeah. So, yeah. And... um. Yeah, no, this I think Portugal is gonna just for years to come gonna keep on uh being a Pumping protagonist. Yeah. In any in any tournament they're in. And yeah. good for them. Yeah, no. Um either way, Portugal dominating win over Switzerland. They came out more attacking, went with one defensive midfielder. Um and I think it worked for them. And honestly, as much as I want Ronaldo to win the World Cup. I they look way better without Ronaldo on the field. Yeah, well, remember uh, when they won the Euro? He Ronaldo wasn't yeah. on the field for that. Ronaldo came Wait, off. That's uh, that's a game he he got injured, huh? Yeah, Ronaldo came off yeah. in like the within the first within the first half hour of the match. Yeah. yeah. So it might be a good thing to not have Ronaldo on the field. Yeah, it might be good, and you know, I mean, yeah, it sucks for the fans because literally you see all the media and everything. Just literally all the cameras are on him, you know. But yeah. it's like, um, no, it, um, the coach is uh, smart. He wanted to come I out mean, attacking, yeah. and yeah, worked out for him. He, his... Even uh, what's his name? Pepe scored too, huh? Yeah. Old he scored, ass. Oh, he, Pepe, he scored a good 39. header too. A good yeah. header. 39. Yeah. He scored a 39. good header. Yeah. He just jumped up and higher then, than everybody and had that yeah. bitch in. Yeah, so I don't know. I I honestly, I think against Morocco, I think you could. Well, oh, uh, actually, let's let's talk about that. Who do you have winning? Morocco or Portugal and how much? Portugal. Portugal takes yeah. uh, takes Portugal takes Morocco and finishes it in 90 minutes. Might be 1-0, might be 2-0. Uh, yeah. I think Portugal takes Morocco. You, what do you think? I think, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think Morocco takes it, but Morocco I don't know about Spain, or Portugal. I mean, Portugal, Portugal, Portugal. So I think it really depends. I think uh, it just uh, if Portugal, it really depends. I the scoreline is gonna be based off what formation lineup. If they line up with the same formation they did with the two. Uh, with only going with one uh, defensive uh, midfielder in Carvalho. Hmm. Um, I think they win it 2-0, easy 2-0. If not, if they come out with Ronaldo and then go back to their two defensive midfielders, I think they win 1-0. Okay. Because Morocco is not easy on defense. 
They're not a team you're going to put five, six goals past. Morocco is very tough defender. So I think 1-0 Ronaldo plays. If they don't, I think 2-0 uh, Portugal wins. Either way, Portugal wins it. If Morocco somehow pulls it off, but they didn't show me, they didn't show a lot against um, against Spain. The only thing that is going to change though is that Portugal doesn't touch as much as Spain, so they are going to have the ball a little bit more. So there could be a possibility of a counterattack. Maybe put one in. Maybe a two to one scoreline at the end. We'll see. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll, but we're gonna have to wait and I see. Think, but we both, yeah. I think we both agree, Portugal's moving on. Yeah. Right? If they don't move on, yeah, I think I agree. I think Portugal moves on. If they, if somehow Morocco pulls this off, oh my god! Imagine tomorrow Argentina loses, and on Saturday Portugal loses too. That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. For for haters like you, it'd be funny. That would not not even haters, just you know, I I love a good upset. Sure. Love sure. when things go wrong, you know. Just to wrap things up here, George has Brazil over Croatia in the quarterfinals, making Brazil a semifinalist. Argentina over Netherlands. Portugal over Morocco. And England over France. On my end here, it's about the same, except for I have France over England. So, something to keep an eye out on. See who was right, who was wrong. And, uh, yeah. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Proper Foul. Our days are numbered for World Cup content. Our days are numbered. What do you think? Any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, last 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 words. We're wrapping up, and uh, next Sunday will be the grand finale at seven in the morning. Though, kind of early. I was hoping it would be, be a some little bullshit. Bit later. Yeah, I mean, it usually yeah. always is, though. It usually always is early. Yeah, well, it's because um, that eleven a.m. game Pacific time is, or no, 10, that 10 11 in the morning game. Yeah, it's ten p.m. over there, which is insane to be finishing off a game at midnight. You know. Uh, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, when usually prime time is seven or eight, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, our days are numbered. Uh, as soon as the World Cup ends, we will be kicking off our NFL extravaganza. We'll be getting into uh, to playoffs. Um, our uh, the Raiders just dis- just disappointed me. All right, uh, nobody wants three, nobody three nobody cares ago. about the Raiders. Nobody cares about the Raiders. Ago. Let's let's and, move on. Uh, let's move on. Let's, you'll let's hear a lot. You'll hear here. you'll hear you'll hear a nobody lot more of my crying. Nobody cares about your sorry ass team. Nobody <laughs> cares about your sorry ass team. Anyways, you guys, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the uh, podcast. Follow us on uh, all the social medias on Instagram, TikTok, and. Um, are we on Twitter? That's it. Uh, we're not on Twitter. Yeah. We're not on Twitter. Instagram and uh, TikTok, please. Oh, and then just to let you guys know, we already talked about it. Uh, hot chip coming up. And then the uh, beer, also the beer thing Francisco's going to fucking do. Good luck to his stomach because rough two weeks for him. Poor guy. But hey. Oh, you know what? Let's, 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 oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do a bet then. Let's do, let's do a bet for France and England just to, just to end things. 
Bet pending. We'll post it on our Instagram story. We'll figure bet something pending. out within the next couple of days. Yeah, but we'll bet something and uh, we'll post it on our Instagram story for this quarterfinals, England versus France. I have France. George has England. And we want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. Um, yeah, we love y'all. Stay, Stay safe. Tuned. Next episode coming on what? Sunday? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have an episode on Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Coming out Sunday on Monday. Sunday up the quarterfinals. Yep. Yeah. And we'll have it drop Monday. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. See ya. Stay safe.